0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever it may be for you. I am Caitlin Unland and I am your host of Be That Girl podcast, also known as your fave podcast. So over the past few weeks, I've gotten a lot more new listeners, so I just want to give kind of another quick intro into who I am, what I do, and like just what this podcast is, what it's for. So like I said, I am Caitlin Unland. I am a 25-year-old, second-year high school teacher now. And I am also a Pilates instructor and a content creator on TikTok, and I host this podcast clearly. Um, If you just kind of notice, all of my jobs have to do with kind of talking to people and quote-unquote helping them in a way, whether it's like giving life advice on this podcast, helping my students through um, their raging hormone teenage years, or helping people better themselves in the Pilates studio, that is That's what I like to do. I like to make people feel good. I like to help them grow their confidence and grow better their life because at the same time, it helps me while I'm helping them, which is how I got into this podcast. I have put myself through a million very messed up situations throughout my life that have taught me a lot. So I almost feel like I would be doing a disservice or like if going through all those things was pointless if I didn't use my experiences to help out other women. My goal is to help myself and all of you guys be our best authentic authentic self and live our happiest lives. So if you're new, if you're an OG here and have been here since the beginning, either way, please, please, please go like and review my podcast on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts. The ratings help promote Be That Girl to more listeners, ultimately helping us transform more lives. And always, if you ever have an issue that you want advice on, a topic you'd like me to speak on, or just any questions, comments, or concerns, please please, please feel free to shoot me a DM on my Insta or the podcast Instagram. My Instagram is just Caitlin Unland. So K-A-I-T-L-Y-N-U-N-L-A-N-D. And the podcast Instagram is just at sign be that girl podcast. Now, onto today's topic which is owning your story, owning your truth, however you want to phrase it. It's all about taking the situations that you've been through in your life, owning them, being proud of them, and not only keeping the lessons that they've taught you with you throughout your life, but maybe even using those lessons to help others. I have always been very open, probably too open about anything and everything that has happened in my life. I'm very much a like what you see is what you get type person. And Really, all of that came to a head in January of this year at my job. So, like I said, I'm a high school teacher. Last year was my first year as a teacher. So, obviously, it was my first year at the school. And if you guys have seen me on Instagram or TikTok, you have probably realized that I don't really, what you like normally, someone would normally think of when they think of a teacher, I don't really look like that. I'm young. I have bleach blonde hair. I have 11 tattoos. I have a million pe- piercings. And, you know, not even trying to be a hater. I have a lot better style than what you'd normally associate with a teacher. So right off the bat, the quote unquote oldies as I like to call them, which is also known as like the older teachers in my building, they were not very welcoming to me. I got a lot of dirty looks and very minimal conversation from all of them. Before I go any further, let me just say like, I don't want to sound like I'm ragging on my job because I genuinely, I love my job. I love my school. I don't want to be at any other school and I love my students. I have great memories from last year and I'm looking forward to this year, but going through what I'm gonna talk about was pretty traumatizing at the time. So January of this year comes around. It's the very beginning of second semester. I'm coaching swim at this point and I'm enjoying it all. It's great. I've started to make some relationships with my students. I'm getting the hang of this whole teaching thing. No complaints. I get to school about 30 minutes early one day, the bell rings and I start class. About 15 minutes after the bell rang, when I'm already in front of the entire class talking, they're all looking at me. Two of my principals walk into my room. They ask me to come to the office with them, bring all of my belongings and any school property like my computer, my badge, all of that type of stuff. I mean, you know, when a principal comes and gets you, it's never normally a good thing, especially if you didn't have a meeting or anything like if it's out of the blue. So my heart was racing. I say, okay, one principal stays behind to cover my glass and one walks me down to the office trying to make awkward small talk small with me at this point like i said my heart is racing this was completely out of the blue i'm going back and forth in my head through like everything i've ever done this year and i'm like okay what what could i have done that like somehow got twisted like to get me in trouble like what is it i came up with nothing we get to his office and the superintendent's assistant is is in there so i sit down and they close the door behind me the superintendent's assistant looks at me and says i'm just going to straight to the point because i'm sure you're wondering why you're here we've been notified of your OnlyFans account. OnlyFans account? Before I go on with the story, let me just say, I have never and will never have an OnlyFans account. I don't believe that there's anything wrong with having one. It's just, it's not who I am. And it clearly does not go along with my line of work. I cannot, you can't have an OnlyFans when you're teaching high school age students, underage students. So I'm sitting there and in my head, I'm like, I don't even have an OnlyFans account. Like, where is this even coming from? And then it dawns on me. Most of you guys, if you're on Instagram, have probably seen exactly what I'm about to talk about. Basically, scammers are finding public Instagram accounts of young, good-looking girls stealing their pictures and using their pictures to advertise a fake fake OnlyFans account so that when people click on the link and they subscribe, they think they're going to see that girl I don't know what they see when they actually subscribe, but either way, that scammer gets their money because they clicked on the link they paid for it. They signed up for that subscription. Like I said, who knows what the actual OnlyFans pictures and videos are of, but they're not me, but they did do this to me. Someone was using my pictures to advertise a fake link to make money off of it. Now, this account went up back in July of 2021. I reported it. I had a million people message me about it like, hey, just so you know, this was made of you. I put it on my story, please report, everybody's reporting it. But if you've ever tried to get something taken off Instagram, you know that it takes forever, first of all, if they actually take it off. And most of the time they still don't take it off because they just have, they're overwhelmed. They have so many things to look into, so many reports and stuff to look into that like, this is just like scratching the surface, you know? So nothing ever happened to it. Honestly, I forgot about it because it didn't bother me. Everybody who knows me knows that that's not, I'm not going to do that. So like nobody thought anything of it. So like once I posted it on my story and reported it, I was like, okay, it's over. It's done. And then I blocked the account so that they couldn't keep stealing any more of my pictures. So like nothing new went up after like, I don't know, like maybe three or four pictures that they had put. But anyway, it, it forgot about, I forgot about it. So at that point I was like explaining to my principal and this lady that, oh no, that's not me. I explained the scam to them. I was like, you could probably look it up and like find articles about it. Like it's a very well-known thing. That's not me. My principal the whole time looked like he really believed me. I had a pretty good relationship with him and he knew me, he knew me pretty well. So like he was like not amused. The lady on the other hand looked unamused. She went on to explain to me that if I was lying, I wouldn't be allowed to work there anymore. That when she went to look at my social media, she was alarmed because it was quote unquote sexy and provocative. And as someone who's supposed to be a role model for these kids, I wasn't doing a great job at it. Now, if you look at my social media, it's not even bad, and I stand by that. Just because I have a bikini picture on there, all of a sudden, I'm not a good teacher. All, all of a sudden, I'm not a good role model. If these kids, if I went to a public pool over the summer, I'm going to be in a bikini, and if my students happen to be there, straight leave? Is that not okay? Like, no, that's not how it works. Yes, I am a teacher. Yes, I am a role model, and I still have a life outside of those roles, walls. To make it even worse, they told me that a teacher notified them of this account, and I know exactly who it was. Um, it was someone that had never spoken a word to me. She didn't follow me on any social media. And instead of simply having a conversation with me to ask me about it or get to know me, she went straight to the principal, ultimately trying to get me fired. Like there's no other intentions other than to get me in trouble, get me fired. So this lady also a couple months before this, my mentor, she, everyone loves my mentor. She was great. I loved her. She was my best friend there. She's actually not gonna be at that school anymore, which sucks, but she was just amazing. She actually had gone up to my principal, worry or my mentor, and was worried about my Instagram. I don't know what the exact combo was because my mentor didn't have an Instagram, but she did tell me, "Oh yeah, she came up to me a couple months ago, um, talking about how it was inappropriate and it needs to be private." Now, if I did have inappropriate things on my Instagram, which I do not, I would make it private because I am aware that I am up in a position of like influence on these kids. But I'm also always going to keep it real with my kids. I'm sure my kids don't think I wear business casual clothes at 25 on a regular basis. Like, they're not stupid. They're high schoolers. They're 16, 17, 18. Like, come on, guys. Anyway, they ended up taking my computer. They told me that they were going to go through everything on my computer to make sure that there was no sexual pictures or videos that I had taken. Um, They took my badge and told me that I wasn't allowed back on school property or at swim practice until the investigation was done. And ultimately, they contacted Instagram and OnlyFans to see where the account originated from. So I walk out of the school building. I'm bawling. I'm mortified. Everyone in the office is staring at me. All my kids stared at me. I get in the car. I start hyperventilating, and I call my mom and explain the situation. Obviously, Shelly is pissed about how the situation was handled because it wasn't correct. And told me to call, contact my teacher's union just to make sure I'm covered if for some reason something bad were to happen, even though it's not my account. So anyway, I call my union. I get all that set up. I get a call the next day. Yes, the literal next day, after which they told me that I would it would take at least three to four days before I could come back if I was telling the truth. Um, they actually got in contact with both Instagram and TikTok and found out that I was telling the truth when I said it wasn't me and that I could come back to school. So I came back and they were like, you know, to just avoid any further like ridicule or drama, let's just say that like um, you had COVID or like got exposed to COVID. My kids aren't stupid and they're also high schoolers. So the rumors immediately flew. Oh, she was texting a student. She was sleeping with a student and I sat there and listened to them all every single day and took them and didn't say a word. Until one day, I was like, I literally woke up and I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm letting all these horrible rumors go around school when I could just be owning my truth, owning my story, and also using it as a teaching moment for my students. So the next time one of my kids asked what happened, I told them the entire story, leaving out, of course, which teacher was literally preying on my downfall because that would have been too far. But I did explain to them, you know, someone took my pictures and was using it to pose as me and like all this stuff. And then I went on to explain to them the importance of your social media presence, having private socials, being care, careful of who you let have access to your social, your public information on social media. It was a horrible situation that actually turned into an amazing teaching and an amazing bond moment bonding moment between my students and I. So fast forward to a couple months later, I was one of five teachers to be nominated for teacher of the year. And which of course is bound to spark some jealousy with other teachers. And I guess the fact that not only was it my first year there, but I am a first year teacher. It really rubs some of them the wrong way because they've been there forever and haven't been nominated. But to be fair, the students vote on teacher of the year. So that's an issue they need to take up with their students, not me. I have amazing. I made it a goal to have the best relationships with my students in the building because I love those kids, and that's exactly what I do. And that's exactly what being nominated for Teacher of the Year proved. Anyway, I had two different students come up to me and tell me about another teacher that was openly talking with some of her classes about how I o- not only um, or how I only got nominated because I'm pretty, and that the boys have crushes on me, and that I'm actually a very poor role model, and my social media is super inappropriate. Now the social media stuff at this point is really starting to piss me off because most of you guys that listen to this follow me on social media and like I said I have a life. I am at the time I was only 24. Now I'm 25. But like do they think I go home and sit there and do nothing but school? Like even these older teachers that were getting so upset I'm like don't you guys have lives? Like you are allowed to have a life outside of that building. It doesn't it didn't make sense to me. Anyway, I work with teenagers. They're not stupid. Like I said, they know that I have a life outside of the building, and I have promised to always keep it real with them and not fake like a lot of teachers do. I told them that on day one, I said, I will always give you the best real advice, and you might not like it because it's more real, but it's better for you. I think the real life lessons that I can teach them from my experiences are far more important than all that fake shit. So, as the students were telling me this, I was getting pissed off, and they asked me if I was gonna confront her. In my head, I was like, I could really take this one of two ways. I could go the fuck off like I really want to, probably make her cry because like I said, I was a high school mean girl, but then I would be a hypocrite because whenever my students are telling me about their drama, their fights, I always tell them to take the high road, be the bigger person, tell them that it's not really worth it. So this was a chance for me to actually show that through my actions and not just tell them. So instead, I went to my principal. I explained the situation and I was like, I have dealt with this bullshit all year and I am not doing it anymore. So I would like for the issue to be addressed by you, because I know if I address it, I will probably end up crying and it will go a lot worse than if one of you addresses it. So he did just that for me. The admin at my school are great. My point with these stories is this. My first year teaching was amazing, but it was also traumatizing. And for a point of time, it made me shut myself away from the rest of the staff, just because of those bad experiences. I was pissed the fuck off. I was embarrassed. I didn't want anyone else hearing about these situations and forming that opinion on me that I knew wasn't true. So this summer, I've had a lot of time to reflect and think about kind of what I can do differently to have a better year. Last year, I was embarrassed of a lot of those situations. I was really freaking pissed off about a lot of those situations. Low key, I still am. But this year, I'm choosing to own them. I will be more outgoing with the staff and be like, you know what? Yes. what the stuff that you've heard, yes, those things happened. But if you'll take the time to actually get to know me, you'll know I'm actually not the person in those bad situations. And those situations actually worked out for the best because it gave me an opportunity to be an even more real, even better role model for all of these kids that we all love so much. As you guys go throughout throughout life, there will be a lot of time that you feel embarrassed or ashamed about certain situations you might be in or things that have happened to you. Um, All of these things literally have equipped you to become who you are and put you in the moment that you're in right now don't be ashamed of them do not try and hide them they taught you lessons and if you share them they most definitely can help someone else who might relate to that situation as well i was a raging bitch in high school i was the mean girl i was unhappy i was horrible for my parents teachers anybody that came in contact with me to deal with i am so open about that because ultimately it was my motivation to become a teacher I would have really benefited from having someone who was not related to me that I could have opened up to and have unbiased communication with that went through some of the same things that I did when they were that age. Now I am being that person for my students. And I tell them exactly what I just said when they asked me why I wanted to become a teacher. Almost every single thing you go through in life, someone else will also go through that at some point too. Be a helping hand. Be the kind heart that will own what you've been through, no matter how messed up it is, because now you can maybe save that person from going through it, too. I think a lot of times as women, we're either told or made to be felt like we need to hide certain things or be ashamed of certain things, but you do not. Don't let those lies creep into your head. You are who you are because of what you've been through, and you should be proud of that. You should be proud of every single situation that you have been through, every single situation that you've put yourself through, because even if it was a fucked up situation, you still survived and you're still here and you're better because of it. I know this episode was a little bit more of like a story time than I normally do, but I really wanted my story to like help you guys understand the importance of owning your story and how much it could really help someone out. As always, it has been great being here with you guys. I will see you all next week. But until then, my name is Caitlin Unland. I hope you all have the very best end of your July. XOXO, the queen.